This is the FCB Radio Network, home of the best personalities, and where real talk lives. Online at fcbradio.com. FCB. They freed us all from tyranny. We stand for things for liberty. And they fought so we would be America, land of the Welcome back to the Growing Patriot Podcast, American History for Kids. I'm your host, Amelia Hamilton. This week, it's just us, and we're going to talk about uniforms during the Revolution. What did the soldiers wear? What did the different things mean? I'm pretty excited to learn about this. I hope you are, too. Remember that for every episode, you can go to growingpatriots.com to find videos, coloring pages, and other resources about whatever the topic is. Now this week, that's going to be especially important because we're talking so much about what things look like, so be sure to stop by. First, let's talk about why uniforms really matter so much. Well, in the middle of a battle when everything's crazy around you, you need to know who is on your side and who is on the other side. And do you remember when we talked about the weapons that were used in the revolution? Well, muskets gave off a puff of smoke. And as the battle went on, all of those puffs of smoke made the battlefield pretty cloudy. So it was very important to wear bright colors so you could tell right away who is who. Uniforms tell you even more than just what side somebody is on. Different stripes, badges, and even different hats could tell a soldier just by looking what rank somebody was so they would know who was in charge and who to listen to. For example, a commander would wear a lace gold epaulette on each shoulder and a light blue sash over his right shoulder. A major general would wear the same epaulettes but a purple sash over the right shoulder. A sergeant would wear a red cloth epaulette on the right shoulder, a red sash around his waist, and an iron hilt sword and a corporal would have a green cloth epaulette on the right shoulder, and then that same red sash around the waist and iron hilt sword. That's a lot to remember, and as the war went on, even that changed a little bit. Overall, the Continental Army's uniforms were not, well, very uniform. Talking about Revolutionary War uniforms isn't always easy, and that's because this was a collection of colonial militias coming together to form one army. And remember that some of these soldiers, even George Washington, had fought in the British Army, so their old uniforms certainly weren't going to work. One historian who was looking into these uniforms counted 66 different styles between 1775 and 1783 just for Connecticut. They also didn't have the money that an army like England had to buy fancy new uniforms for everyone. Most of the soldiers just had to wear the clothes that they had. In 1775, Congress decided that brown would be the color for the uniforms, but soldiers didn't have brown coats to wear because, funny enough, there was a shortage of brown fabric. There just wasn't enough for everyone. So instead, people in the same regiment, that is, people that were fighting together and all reported to the same person, tried to wear the same colors as each other. So sometimes that was brown, and sometimes blue and gray were also used. Those were the pretty popular colors. Regardless of the color, the way a uniform was put together was pretty much the same. Most American soldiers had a wool coat with a collar and cuffs, a hat, a shirt made out of either linen or cotton, a vest, breeches, and leather shoes. You've probably heard British soldiers called redcoats before, and that's because of their uniforms. They had bright red coats. 
During the revolution though, sometimes they even wore blue. Even though there were a couple of colors happening, the British uniforms were much more standard than the American ones. Still, I bet that was confusing, especially once the French joined, because their uniforms were white with different shades of blue jackets and coats. Everybody's clothes was in different shape too. Some people would have nice new clothes if they were able to get a new supply, but some were wearing basically just dirty rags. A lot of low-ranking soldiers didn't even have shoes, so having to go on those long marches, especially when it was cold, would have been terrible. So that's what they wore, but every single soldier also had quite a bit to carry. They had to carry their own musket or gun, along with a cartridge box, which was made out of tin or leather and held about 25 rounds of ammunition, plus flint and a musket tool. They also had to carry their bayonet, which was like a knife or a sword that would hook right onto the end of your musket. They would have a wooden canteen to carry their water. Almost everyone would have carried a knife, and then more high-ranking soldiers, cavalry, and other specialized soldiers would also carry other weapons like pistols or swords. On top of that, they would all have a haversack, which is kind of like a backpack, and it would be made out of cloth and filled with their food their utensils, you know, their knives and forks, a plate, and a cup, everything they would need to eat. That might not sound like an awful lot, but it adds up to about 50 pounds and they were having to carry it walking everywhere, sometimes even barefoot in the snow. That must have been tough. Thinking about those Continental Army uniforms during the Revolution says a lot about who those soldiers were. This was just a collection of men bringing what they had from home, taking on the biggest, most powerful army in the world, and they won. That is pretty remarkable. Thanks for listening to this super quick episode about uniforms during the American Revolution. Remember to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Growing Patriots. Stop by growingpatriots.com to check out the books that go along with this series and to find resources like coloring pages and videos that go along with this episode and every episode. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you next time. They freed us all from tyranny, everything for liberty, and they fought so we would be America, land of the Distributed by FCB Radio Network.